What is up, Ketopians? Welcome back to the Keto Couples Kitchen Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Clegg. It is June 10th, 2022, 5.15 a.m. in Lufkin, Texas, at the offices of Keto Couples Kitchen Bakery. I told you guys uh, that I was going to do different types of segments on this podcast, so this is, I'm going to call this Toolbox Talk. And it's going to be a quick hitter episode. Uh, I'm a real big believer that, as I've said before, that you know most people in 10 years of trying to coach people and help people with this lifestyle or similar lifestyles, I have noticed that the vast majority of people don't care to know the derivation, uh, meaning they don't they don't really care to know why they're doing what they're doing. They just want to be told what to do. And that's not going to work. If you want to do something long-term, if you want to picture this as a fix for a lifetime and not just a quick, uh, quick protocol to follow and then get to where you want to be and then go back to doing what caused the problem in the first place, if you don't want that mentality, you're gonna have to learn why you're doing what you're doing, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be able to do it sustainably. I was talking to somebody yesterday about they asked me uh, here at the shop, you know, what I use to count macros, what app, and I said, look, I think the best app out there is Chronometer, uh, but we just use it to enter recipes that we come up with and get the macros. Uh, to inform our customers I don't track anything I eat real food I control the amount I eat I eat in a very limited time window and I don't track crap I don't have any problem with people doing it initially but eventually you have to just embrace the lifestyle and learn how how to eat and how to listen to your body and eat when you're hungry and don't eat when you're not and don't overindulge and that comes with time but honestly is it sustainable to track everything you put in your mouth the rest of your life like maybe some people can do it but I don't think there's very many and I think it'll turn off a lot of people and and stray them away from the lifestyle eventually so anyway this quick hitter I want to talk about ketones And this is a 30,000-foot view of ketones. Uh, It's not super scientific. And so I just want to give specifically information about testing of ketones. So the Atkins diet was, I believe, late 70s, early 80s is when he wrote his book and then uh, republished it a little later. And it gained a lot of popularity and helped a lot of people. And he emphasized testing for ketones in your urine with these uh, urine strips. Those strips are made for, if I'm not mistaken, particularly type 1 diabetics, possibly type 2 diabetics, but it is to test for ketoacidosis. Uh, So here's the deal with those strips. 
when you first start a ketogenic diet, I don't have a problem with anybody using them. Uh, you pee on a little test strip, just like the strips you use in your sauna or your, uh, not sauna, your hot tub or your swimming pool. And they turn pink or purple. The darker they turn, the more ketones, in quotations, show up, you know, that you have in your urine. Here's the deal. That tests for a ketone body called acetoacetate. That is the whole, if I'm not mistaken, that is the actual ketone, acetoacetate. And you're peeing it out because your body can't use acetoacetate. So you produce it, and probably from breaking down fat, and it doesn't get used, and you just pee it out. And it's wasted ketones. So yeah, you know you're making ketones at the beginning when those strips turn purple. Like you're on the diet for a week or two, and you pee on the little strip, and they turn dark purple, and you're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm kicking butt. And then three weeks into it, it's kind of a dark pink. And then not that long after, it's barely pink. You're like looking at it and saying, eh, I think I see some ketones. And you start getting discouraged. You're like, well, crap, I'm not doing it right. Or this diet isn't working anymore. And coincidentally, you lose a lot of weight at the beginning, and a lot of that has to do with fluid retention and, and getting rid of some of that inflammation. So you may not be losing so much fat at the beginning, So especially men, when they start this lifestyle. Maybe they start it with their wife, and it pisses their wife off because two weeks into it, their husband's down 18 pounds, and they've only lost two, and they're pissed. He probably didn't lose 18 pounds of fat. He probably lost 15 pounds of water retention, fluid retention, which is super healthy to get that stuff off. Uh, and then during that period, you have what's called the keto flu, what people call the keto flu. From my observation, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but from my observation, what people call the keto flu is probably majority electrolyte imbalance you're, you're shedding a lot of fluid and people aren't used to eating extra salt uh, we take element electrolytes uh, lmnt electrolytes uh, get some good celtic sea salt or himalayan pink himalayan salt start salting everything uh, so if you have dizziness maybe nausea weakness a lot of that is electrolyte but a lot of it has to do with you've cut glucose pretty much out of the picture as far as uh, exogenous intake of carbohydrates and your body's been used to running on that cheap fuel for decades and all of a sudden it's having to uh, switch over to lipids and uh, or triglycerides and and ketones and it's not quite efficient at doing that so uh, your body's kind of in a funk for a little while because it wants carbohydrates because that's what it's used to having and now it's having to adjust to this new fuel source but it's a better fuel source so it's like switching your car from regular to super unleaded but you know the little transition period 
anyway, back to ketones. When you first first start doing it, you're making this acetoacetate, but you're not able to use it like we talked about. And so you pee out a lot of it. After uh, It's different from person to person, anywhere from a couple of weeks to a month to six weeks, your body starts learning how to use the acetoacetate. And the way it does that is it breaks it down and it splits it. So if you can consider it a molecule, a combination of molecules, and it gets broken down, and then it turns into two things, beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetone. So acetoacetate turns into beta-hydroxybutyrate, BHB, and acetone. Acetone sounds familiar, or maybe it does. That's because it should, because that's the same stuff that you use for fingernail polish remover. Your body makes it. It's a ketone. So, when those strips start turning light pink or you can't really see that they're turning at all, that doesn't mean you're not in ketosis anymore. That just means you're starting to actually use the ketones and you're not wasting them anymore. At this point, throw the urine strips away or put them in the back of a cupboard. If you, God forbid, you slip on the diet a little bit, the lifestyle, you slip on it and you go back on, maybe you can use them as a little encouragement, but they're not going to be useful, but for maybe a week to a month and then throw them away because they can really jack with your mentality in my opinion. So now you're left with beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetone. Let's talk about acetone first. Acetone is a ketone byproduct. Uh, I don't believe beta-hydroxybutyrate or acetone are actually ketones. I think they're byproducts of the acetoacetate. But Acetone is a byproduct. I don't think your body really uses it, so it excretes it. It generally excretes it, to my knowledge, through your skin or through your breath. So a lot of people, when they first start the ketogenic diet, they say they get a metallic taste in their mouth or keto breath, a funky breath. Some people say it's sweet smelling. Some people say it's... Uh, you know, just weird taste or smell. It'll pass, and that's acetone passing out through your body. Uh, some people, through through your skin pores, like when you sweat, some of the acetone will go out, and it may have a, a it may have a smell to it. Uh, you may notice a change in the uh, body odor, the smell of your sweat. That's just that acetone. That'll all pass. That's all temporary harmless it's a natural process uh put up with it for a week or two and then it's gone and then that leaves us a beta hydroxybutyrate that's the one we're looking for beta hydroxybutyrate is the ketone byproduct that our body uses for energy so when you first get to the point where you start breaking down that acetoacetate acetone gets passed through your body and the beta-hydroxybutyrate starts getting used as energy. It's used as energy in your muscles and in your brain. And your brain loves it. Only two forms of energy that I know of can pass through what they call the blood-brain barrier. 
that's glucose and ketones. So when you first get adapted to the point where you're breaking down and making your ketone bodies, uh, your muscles and your brain are sharing the ketones. After a variable amount of time, depending on person to person, eventually your brain wins that battle. And your brain starts using the vast majority of the ketones you produce. And your muscles start using the triglycerides that you're breaking down from your stored fat. So, at that point, a lot of people start really seeing the effect of mental clarity. A lot of people get off of anxiety medicines. A lot of people just think clear, notice improvements at work. Uh, because your brain's running off what it loves to run off of, ketones, and your muscles are burning triglycerides. So we call that fat adaption. And that may take two months, or it may take six months, or it may take a year. But you trust the process, it's going to happen. So anyway, that's kind of a breakdown on very, very simplified version of these uh, so let's go back to testing. So we threw the urine strips away. So what do we do now? Well, number one, you don't really have to test. You're going to know when you're in ketosis after you get to the point where you've been doing it long enough. You can listen to your body. You're going to know you're in ketosis because of the way you feel. But uh, testing can be a good tool. So you've got a couple of options. Number one, the gold standard is testing your blood. So there are several of these uh, diabetic uh, glucose meters that also have ketone meters. Uh, I believe the uh, some of the big brands have them. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but you can go to your Walgreens or CVS or Rite Aid and you can get the big, the big uh, two or three brands of glucose monitors and you can get them that have ketone strips. What I have found is those strips are extremely expensive. Some, some of them are five bucks per strip. Or you can go on Amazon and you can order one called a Keto Mojo and it's a glucose and a, uh, a ketone meter. It also gives you some other cool readings. Uh, and I think if you buy them 50 at a time, you can get a bundle of like 100 or 150 glucose strips and 50 ketone strips for like 50 bucks. So I think it's like less than a dollar a piece, which is way cheaper than the uh, Nova. I can't remember the brands of the other one. Abbott, Nova, whatever, uh, Precision. There's a few of the, the good glucose monitors. So that's the way to do it. And um, they say if you have a ketone reading in your blood of 0.5 millimolar or higher, that you're in nutritional ketosis. Now, after you've been doing it a while, you may see like a 0.3, and you're still good. So there you go. That's the gold standard. Now, the other really useful method is there's several of these out there now. There are ketone breath meters where you just blow into this meter, kind of like a breathalyzer the police use. Thank God I've never had to use one of those. But 
you blow into these things and they give you a reading of the acetone in your breath. So, like I said, acetone is one of the uh, byproducts. This isn't as good as far as it doesn't give you an idea on your blood ketones, but what it does is it gives you an idea on the amount of ketones you're burning, uh, especially when it comes to exercise. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll delve a little more into this and, uh, and learn a little more about the acetone readings, but I know it really pertains to exercise. But, you know, you can do the readings and, and definitely tell that you're in ketosis. Like I said, you can definitely tell you're in ketosis with the acetone readings, but the gold standard is going to be the blood ketone meters. Like I said, I prefer Keto Mojo, mainly because it was one of the first ones out there and I'm more familiar with it, but I'm sure there's a lot of different options. But Keto Mojo still seems to be the best meter that I have found. Uh, they've really improved it. It Bluetooths to your phone. Uh, I guess the only thing uh, I would like to see is eventually maybe if they had a continuous glucose monitor that could also read ketones, that would be unbelievable. But that would probably cost a lot of money. Anyway, so there you go. In a nutshell, it's not necessary to test ketones. It may do good for your psyche. Uh, it may do good f for uh, affirmation, reassurance. So, you know, it can get expensive. Uh, if you decide to go the blood route and you're worried about the cost, just test them once a week. Uh, you can also play around with eating different foods, especially when you get closer to your goal and you might start introducing a few carbs back into your diet. Uh, you can really uh, see how you know, certain foods affect your blood glucose and your blood ketones. So maybe if you want to screw around with stuff like baked potato, uh, sweet potatoes, uh, maybe some, some different fruits like maybe peaches and watermelon, cantaloupe. When you start getting to your goal and introducing some stuff like that, maybe that'd be a really good idea to start testing then. But really once or twice a week. So if you buy 50 ketone strips for 50 bucks and you test them a couple of times a week, you know, that's half a year for 50 bucks. That's not too bad. And the meter itself only costs, it comes with about 10 strips and a bunch of glucose strips. And it's only about 50 bucks for the meter, the original purchase. So not too bad. Anyway, in a nutshell, there you are about testing. I wanted to clear that up because a lot of people really live and die by those urine strips, and that's my main point. Don't use them for a couple of weeks and then throw them away. Uh, well, there you go. This is a quick hitter. This is Toolbox Talk. This is just one of the tools of knowledge that you will need continuing this lifestyle and truly making it a lifestyle. Check out the first full episode why keto that just dropped last week hope to see everybody back next week if you're anywhere near lufkin texas come check us out come meet us in person at keto couples kitchen you can google us or look at us on facebook we have a page keto couples kitchen we'd love to see you uh, as always look me up message us on there if you need any advice or help 
I'm always wanting to help. That's our mission. That's our calling. Love you guys. See you next time.